Hey guys, I got some exciting news to share with you. New Amazing Trends. That's right. New Amazing Trends is a leading seller of the most innovative, most advanced, most revolutionary products out there. They constantly strive to bring you the very best products the world has to offer at the best prices. Now the thing about this is, this website has new trends every single week. For example, about a month ago, I bought some whitening toothpaste on there that I was really happy with. And they, it, it, that week, they had toothpaste, they had those LED light things, they had all kind of whitening strips, things like that. And then they'll shift to like beauty products for women, things for kids, things for around the house, things that you really can't get anywhere else. And you got them at the best prices that you can possibly get them at. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to newamazingtrends.com. This week, they're featuring household items, you know, things like automatic soap dispensers, you know, like windshield covers, but, you know, like like good ones, not like ones you'll get in, like, Walmart, cheap plastic crap. I'm talking real stuff. So you can grab something for the house, and when you get to check out, you can grab something for uh, your little skippies. Again, go to newamazingtrends.com. All of these products are already heavily discounted, and you want to save another 10%? Just type in the promo code CHRISTIAN12672 at checkout. Get another 10% off. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-12672. Make sure you're checking this website out frequently because their offers change every single week. New trends every week. New amazing trends. Join the future. Full future. Half the cost. Newamazingtrends.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, July 3rd, 2022. And coming off 50 episodes. Coming in with a little Don Henley here. And Don Henley's made this podcast uh, once before as well. But, yeah, coming off 50 episodes, and I'm still just, like, over the moon geeked up about it. You know, because it's just like a, it's just a milestone marker that you know I'm just I'm just proud of it. You know, and I know there's probably people out there going like, all right, it's 50 episodes, like it's no big deal. You know, and that may be the case, but it is to me because you know with 50 episodes, you know, there's probably about 55, 56 hours of content just for like the overtime and and things like that. You know, so for me on my end, that means you know that was 400 plus hours of work that went into it. You know, I, I get licensed to fly a helicopter in, in in that time, you know. So it's you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm you know, I'm just happy. I'm like a proud papa, you know. And I celebrated 50 episodes with a new logo. I'm sure you guys saw that, you know, on whatever platform that you listen to, you can see the cover art on it, you know. And I just wanted something simple, you know, like there's a, a microphone in the O for Rod, and then the hyphen is like a yellow star. Very simple. But I, I needed to change it, and I figured with 50 episodes, no better time than now. And I'd like to thank my friend Von Ease, or as I call her, Auntie, because she looked like somebody Auntie. I'ma tell my Auntie. Go to the crack house and tell her. Ain't nobody scared. Tell your Auntie. For doing the logo for me. She did it for me for 50 bucks. You know, I was going out, I was talking to certain people, and they're like, yeah, I charge $150 an hour, and usually they take about four hours. Fuck you. 
going to pay $600 for a logo. What are you out of your mind? Especially in Biden's America. You think $600 goes on trees? You know, this is simple. She probably knocked that out in a half hour. You know, right, I'll give you 50 bucks. That's fine. So I'd like to thank her for that. And like I said, just getting started here. I'm going to say it. I told you guys I'm going to say it every year. Okay? Because they're doing it on Facebook already. <laughs> July 4th is not about barbecues and beer. <laughs> it's not about fireworks. It's about our, our independence. Yeah. We're supposed to celebrate Independence Day. How do you want me to celebrate? What do you want me to do? Go to church? What do you want me to do? Go out on the balcony and, and sing America the Beautiful? What, what, what am I? How am I? Why is beer and hot dogs equal celebration? No? <laughs> In my mind, anyway. <laughs> it's just some people just aren't happy unless they're miserable. They got to make every holiday, like, not fun. Memorial Day is the biggest one, which I, I did say a, a month ago when it happened. You know, and I get it. It's about it's about remembering, you know, like the people who died in the Civil War and people who really died in any war. I get that. But we're not supposed to, like, not have fun. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, unbelievable. Those people fought for our freedom so we can have fun. Dipshit. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand it. But anyway. So I turned 44 on Monday. More on that later. And it was our first day back at the office. And we're going two days a month, like I was telling you guys before. And it's probably going to rapidly turn into once a week. I just have a strange feeling, which blows. So I was dreading it, you know, and a lot of people were dreading it because it's just like, oh, you got in the fucking office. I like to roll out of bed, all right? Mosey over onto my desk in my underwear <laughs> and log in and work, you know? It's quiet. I don't have any distractions. I didn't get a fucking thing done. I, I will say this, though. I had so much fun because I saw I saw some people. You know, like my manager is even my friend. And, you know, I saw my work wife and my, you know, my best guy friend in there, Devin. <laughs> a story on him later, too. And we were just talking and bullshitting all day. I haven't seen these people. Like, I saw my work wife recently, but I haven't seen my friend Devin. He's like my best work friend. Like, we were thick as thieves, me and him. And I haven't seen him in two years. So, of course, we were going to bullshit all day. Like, I didn't get a fucking thing done. <laughs> it was like 2 o'clock. And my manager's like, yo, dude, you're going to knock these tasks out or what? I'm like, I'm telling you. And it was at that moment I said, you know what? I, it's a shame that this these days aren't optional because I am way more effective and efficient at home than I am here. It's just a fact. <laughs> People are always visiting, talking, you know. We're just bullshitting, you know. So I, while I got to go see the, like my favorite people, I also have people that I just can't stand. I'll give you two of them. All right? Now start off with this one guy. And let's just say I think the only reason why he has a job is because his daddy is a high up in the company. Because he was, when I first got there, I was on that sales floor and he was a manager. And it was funny too because I interviewed for that job with the director of the department and him. And I remember, like, see, when my dad was still alive, when I had, you know, an interview or if I changed jobs or if I got promoted, anything that happened in my life, like, he was the first person I called. And I remember when I had the interview, he was like, how'd it go? And I was like, I, I got that job. Like, they didn't tell me yet, but I knew. Because, I, I, like, I, I crush interviews, you know. 
I have a very high percentage of like getting the job after after an interview, right? And I remember telling my dad, I'm like, yeah, I was like, it was funny because the guy that I interviewed with, I was not impressed with in the least. You know, he was all snotting all over himself, talking like a weirdo. You know, he was his 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 clothes were dirty. It was just weird, right? So then after the you know after the the department deploted and we imploded and we went into you know where I'm at now we went down and trained for three weeks and because the job is a lot I've told you this before you know it's a it's a lot and it, it some people can do it some people can't you know and so we we had our training we get onto the floor and he was struggling and then we hired a new training class like two months later and they're like yeah you got to go to the training again for another three weeks because like you're just not picking this job up <laughs> and I'm like, okay right and then we hired another training class a month later and they sent him to that training for another three weeks i'm sitting there thinking to myself i'm like don't you think it's time we show this guy the door you're fired or give him a fucking mop <laughs> you know like seriously like how many times and how how much money are you going to waste trying to teach somebody something that they just can't learn <laughs> it, it, it boggles my mind but that's neither here nor there he's like pig pen from peanuts he stinks i don't know you know he's just got like the cloud of stink around him he, he, so it's our first day back in the office in two years and it's an office setting mind you okay this is what outfit this guy landed on first of all he's got like a like a, a beard like this big unkempt filthy beard with like fuzz and and lint in it and and you know tuesday's fried egg sandwich you know that that are in that fucking thing you know and then he's wearing like I, I think he was wearing a collared shirt that didn't fit him right and he had sweatpants on with skid marks on the back line where the ass was skid marks like okay that's the outfit that you landed on in fact when we were in the office before this guy used to come to, to work in flannel pajama pants in an office I don't care if you're a construction worker, you, you, you don't wear flannel pajamas, or, or if you work in a bed, bath, and beyond, you don't wear flannel pants anywhere outside of the house with the exception of going on your porch to get the paper. That's about it. And he comes to see, like, what, what are we, in Mayfair? <laughs> Coming out in pajama pants? You know, because they'll, they'll wear those to a bar in, in Mayfair. <laughs> But still, I mean, you come to an office setting with flannel pajama pants on, snotting and coughing all over yourself. This is disgusting. You know, I, like, I was just like, my God, right? Now, the other one that I, I didn't want to see, I was actually introduced to this kid by my work daughter because they were on the same team and they were kind of like the same age. And even that, like, I ended up like talking to the kid, you know? For, for a little while and I, I he was like neutral to me I didn't love him I didn't hate him but the one thing I did land on and I was actually surprised that I became friendly with this dude because he had one of them he has one of the most punchable faces I've, I've ever seen in my life like picture like like a pimply pubescent 12 year old like he, he's one of those guys who's got one of those faces that like he's gonna when he's 65 he's still gonna look 12 you know like he just has a puberty face with you know, like pimples it, it's 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 gross anyway this fucking kid so quick backstory so while we were like talking to him okay his girlfriend broke up with him 
Which I was shocked anybody would go out with that kid to begin with. If you saw him, you, you would know what I mean. But his girlfriend broke up with him. And then he started going down this weird path of like weird behavior. Because I strongly believe that this kid was on medication and he stopped taking it when his, you know, when his girlfriend broke up with him. He started doing dumb shit. Like we have rooms in our, in our building that like nobody goes in. Like, you know, our electrical room, you know, where the panels are. And then we have like server rooms and things like that. that people, you know, that people just don't go in. Like there's an electrical room by the elevator, and and like one day he he like he was in that electrical room in the dark, just sitting there in the dark, and then he just like emerged out of the fucking closet. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? One time there was a like an elevator switch that was that was blown out, so there was like a like a loose wire that was popping out of the uh, whatever you call that thing, and he went over and licked it. Like he was just doing weird shit. But right before he started doing weird shit. He would talk to me and my friend Devin, you know, like about like advice, you know, for like, like, uh, what should I do? Like what, you know, like when his girlfriend broke up with him and my friend Devin was like, talk to this man right here. He pointed to me. He's like, talk to this man right here. Cause this guy's been to hell and back, you know, cause he knows all my shit and I have been to hell and back, you know? So I just, whatever it was, I said to him is whatever I said to him. Right. So then it's like my work daughter, she had uh, two, you know, girlfriends there that worked there. And then, you know, they were attractive, you know? And then, and then he said about my work daughter and those two friends, he's like, so wh- which one should I go after? I'm like, yeah, what, wait, wait. I think you're aiming a little high there, guy. <laughs> no, no, but first of all, they're all taken. And if they weren't taken, if you were the last person on earth, I- I'm pretty sure they're going to demand a recount. You're pretty unfortunate looking. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be my first target. I, if I were you, I would be thrilled with whoever said yes at that point you know and he, he was just getting weird the dude was getting fucking weird so it got to the point i think he tried to like talk to the one girl even though she was taken somehow something happened i don't know what happened i wasn't there but it turned out that he posted like a reel or like a video on instagram calling her a whore you are nothing but a whore right and the boyfriend saw it she saw it too and she showed it to her boyfriend the boyfriend was like you need to come see me bro <laughs> like you're gonna get treated you don't call my girlfriend a fucking whore you know so he so he panicked and he and, and he deleted the video real quick now in his own head like he had to create this scenario like anybody gave a shit like you ever do something and and you're like oh my god i wonder if, like i wonder if they heard about that so you start like asking questions at a person to see if they knew about it, like, you know, just inadvertently, you know, tap dancing around it just to see if you can draw an answer. That's what he was doing. He was creating this whole scenario in his fucking head. So his scenario was he was going to blame me for it. Like, so, so this is what he concocted in his head. And, and like, of all people, you're going to fuck with me. Like, talk about the ultimate wrong life choice. Right. So his, in his head, he was like, the video was down. She, the girl was called a whore. The boyfriend came at him and he was going to be like, I didn't call her a whore. Who told you that? Oh, Christian did. That that was that was his big idea. Like, that's what he went with. Big fucking mistake. You know? So now, this is when I smoked. I'm outside at lunchtime, right? And like, at, like it's really nice out back, like, like that smoking area. Like, it's a lunch area too. Like, right when you walk out, there's a patio with like tables. If you want to eat outside, there's like a lake. You know, and then there's like two gazebos about 30 yards away from the door where, where it was the designated smoking area. There was about 30 people out there. 
I'm engaged in conversations, you know, all kinds of shit, right? And then out of the corner of my eye, I see, like, he, like, kicked the door open, right? Walks outside and then spots me because I saw it. Everybody looked when he did. Spots me and went, oh, like, there he is. And then starts, like, walking all heavy. And I'm like, bro, you have no idea what you're entering right now. Like, if you're coming at me, it's it's not going to end well for you. Trust me, you know? Plus, you have a punchable face. That gives me more motivation, you know? So he comes out, yeah, da, 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 right? And, I, and I'm like, I'm like, what, motherfucker? I said, first of all, and this is what I said to him. I'm like, you're you're one step away from getting thrown in that fucking lake. I want to fucking kick your fucking ass. I will fuck you up. That's that's exactly what I said to him. And everybody, like, he was embarrassed. Like, it was like, damn. Like, everybody was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, fuck, he's going to fuck this dude up, you know? And then, and then, like he he started trying to like say things that like I said, you know, in 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 confidence, you know, that like like it wasn't going to be shared. And he started blurting that shit out. I'm like, dude, you're one second away. Like I was clenching my fists. You know, of course, I thought about, I thought about my job, of course, you know. But like it was going to get to a point where I was going to be, I'll walk go work somewhere else. It'll be well worth it to knock this dude out, right? And then he says this after I said that to him. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. You teach MMA, and you can fuck me up. Well, my dad's a lawyer, and, and, and good luck going to jail. I'm like, what grown-ass man? Like, tell me you're a bitch without telling me you're a bitch. You know? And I said that to him. I'm like, that is the bitchiest thing I've, I've ever, ever, ever heard in my life. You, are, you, have, you have bitch in your DNA. Every time I walk into a room now with you, I'm just going to be smells like bitch in here. You know, and I'm not trying to, you know, talk like a tough guy or anything like that. But what I'm trying to say is like, you know, he's, he was, he was about to get it, you know. And when, and then you say something like that. It was like, whatever the fuck, right? So then like the next day he came out, me and my friend Devin were the only two people outside. He comes outside with his tail between his legs, tries to fucking apologize. I'm like, oh, let me see if I got this straight. You're big and husky and fucking doing all this shit and like throwing me under the bus in front of 50, 30 or 40 people, however many people were out there. But now when it's just us, it's like, I'm sorry. No, no. That, that, like, that's, I, I do not accept your apology and I don't associate with bitches. So, there. Fucking asshole. Oh, my daddy's a lawyer. So? It's, it's, what's he, a cop too? Unfucking believable. Just it's it's unbelievable that that fucking kid. I swear to God, he's he's. Ugh. And so I saw him. <laughs> I saw him that day, and and uh, in, in the two years in the pandemic, he he, he acquired a, a, a pair of C cups. He's got titties. <laughs> I mean, we've all gained weight for the pandemic. I mean, come on. But like he he's acquired tits, and he's in his twenties. <laughs> oh God, good luck, because I'm going to tell you right now, the battle of the bulge is so much harder after forty. You have no idea. And if you're looking like that, you know, pleasantly plump at like 28 or however fucking old you are, all right, you're 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 going to be a, a very large individual come 40. So. He weighs a metric ton. His name, Fat Bastard. Oh, you got that to look forward to with your with your pimply face, fucking asshole. But I told you more on my friend Devin. Uh, you know, in the in, in the opening, I said it's going to be more on him later. He so when we were. <laughs> This kid's an enigma. Like he, he, like he. There's only one person like him. You, you have to know him to know him. As far as his personality, he's funny. He's just funny in the way that he talks. You know, 
He's like 30 years old, you know, black dude, you know, cool as she's cool as the other side of the pillow, you know, and he's he, like, he reminded me of me when I was, he reminded like when I was in my twenties, cause like he, he was a fucking man whore. And so was I, you know, like I, I was a man whore when I, when I was in my twenties and into my thirties. Right. So I saw him, you know, he was on my team and, and, and I, I would see him come in every morning, you know, bloodshot eyes coming, going out on a Tuesday night, you know, hung over, you know, but bringing women home and shit, you know, and I would, I would always share, you know, my old war stories with them and, and, and shit like that. So we would always talk about, it. so then about six months in, he started like, like seriously dating a girl at that time. He was living on hunting, like in hunting park with like two roommates you know and and like that 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 hunting park is like a it's like a war zone like there's just bullets whizzing by left and right so i guess like cuz his girlfriend was a cop and i think she just wanted to get out of the area and he would cheat on her and she would catch him <laughs> and they're still together so now they're in a fucking live in situation right they live in jersey like in an apartment together okay <laughs> and he told me this story last monday i i my mind was blown i had so many questions so he, okay, he was out partying in Philly, right? And he was going to go drive home and he had a girl with him in the car. And as he's telling the story, saying that, I'm like, okay, um, your girlfriend's at the apartment and what are you going to do when you're done? Like, you gotta, you're going to drive her back to Philly? Like, <laughs> you know, how did that work, right? I guess when you're drunk, though, you do drunk things. So... It turned out that he's got a gas station right across the street from his apartment building, which you can see from his window, okay? So, he pulls into the parking lot of the gas station, right? And they went proceeded to go have sex with the girl in the car in the parking lot of the gas station right across the street from his girlfriend. <laughs> no fucking way, right? So then, I don't know how it happened, Right? But I guess maybe she looked out the window and saw his car in the parking lot saying like it's three in the morning. Why is he not home yet? I don't know. I, I didn't catch that part of the story. But she ended up going outside, walking across the street and opening the door mid-fuck. Mind blown. I was like, holy shit. And, he's, and they're still together. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you must be Jesus. <laughs> If they, if you've been caught cheating multiple times, now it's one thing to be caught cheating. Like it's like it's one thing to have your significant other tell you that they have cheated on you. Okay, it's a gut punch. Of course it is. It's a it's a bad feeling. I you know I don't wish it on anybody, except maybe that last kid that I just talked about. Um, and you know then it's another thing to actually like hear it from somebody else. You know because then you got to go in and have that dreaded conversation. It's another thing. To, to actually witness the act you know like could you imagine she opens up the door his ass is in the air <laughs> there's there's titties out and shit they're moaning and there's shit clapping <laughs> you know, like how could you imagine could you imagine seeing your significant other i just can't, it, it's it blows my like that woman is mother Teresa for the fact that they're, st they're still together. And he told me after that story, he's like, no, that's it. Like, that's my last strike. If I get this one more time, she's going to fucking shoot me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> unbelievable. But that was my day at work. You know, back in the office, I got to go back in like 10, uh, eight days. Got to go back on the 11th, which blows. You know, what are you going to do? But anyway, I went overtime as I normally do up against a break here. 
So we got some fun stuff on the other side, and we are going to have the first installment of That's Fucked Up, along with the Get Off My Lawn segment and a bevy of other things to make sure you keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Don't go away. Hey, guys, you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done? For fear of maybe like you don't have the right materials, you don't got the DIY to be able to do it yourself, you don't have the manpower to do it, then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson at C. Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about 15 years now, and I got to tell you, I knew right then that that guy was going to be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime, drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues, you know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. I go, hey, where's Chris at? Like, oh, yeah, he's uh, he's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job. He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. Then he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking this guy's got – Custom design, general and custom carpentry, building cabinetry, handmade tables and benches. Those are really high-end, too. High-end home bars, elegant staircases, anything that you can dream up. If this, it's Chris's dream to make your dream come true, right? One call to Chris, and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you. When you, get, when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you are going to get top quality, top shelf experience. Trust me, I guarantee it. So, again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant, he's talented, he's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy, Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. Starting to cook in here, man. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I don't have the air on, and it's probably about 105 in here right now. It's about 90 outside. The sacrifices that I make here on the C-Rod Podcast for you guys. <laughs> so, another here's just another thing of like weirdness finds me all the time. It never fails, you know. On Friday, I had to go to TD Bank because the that stop payment that I was telling you guys about, yeah, Geico still pulled it. So, you know, I, I had to put in a dispute. So when I called to put the dispute in, the lady was like, okay, so what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to send you a new debit card so, like, it blocks the payment next time, you know. And then, you know, obviously put the dispute in. I was like, okay, so what does that mean? Like, will my, will my current debit card work while, you know, while that's, she's like, no. And I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do for the, the three or four days it takes to come, like, use my credit cards? Like, you're out of your goddamn mind. 
Like I never, I never used my credit card. Okay, like I got a seven sixty credit score, and and like the, you know, if you use your credit, so say you have, I don't know, say you have like three thousand dollars worth of credit, and you've used two thousand, that's thirty percent of your credit score right there. Boom. So I never use my credit card. So I'm like, that's fucking dead. Like, what what's my other option to go into a branch and do all this? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, so I'll, I'll do that. So Friday, you know, it was, it was Friday and I had some things to do around the house because I was off on Friday. And so I had some things to do around the house. So about five o'clock, I was like, you know, when I go out to get my dinner, that's when I'll go, you know. So I go and I was going to order a pizza because it's like right by that TD bank. It's like five minutes away, right? So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so I'll, I'll pull into the parking lot. I'll call it in and then I'll go in and handle my business. And by, by the time I get out, you know, I'll be ready to go. Yeah, so that didn't happen. I, I go in, and there was one guy that, like, because in TD Banks, I don't know if you're aware, but they have, like, a waiting area before, like, and then, like, somebody from customer service. Like, I'm not talking about a teller. I'm talking about customer service when you got to do shit other than, like, a deposit or a withdrawal. They'll they'll come out to that waiting area and, and greet you and say, like, okay, like, come on back, you know? So I walk in, there's one guy there, and I look at all the desks, and there's not one person back there. So I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, here we go, you know? So I go to the guy. I'm like, is there anybody back there? And he's like, yeah, but they're like in the back right now. You know, there's two of them, I think. I'm like, all right. Well, the one was in the back with like a family. I don't know what the hell they were doing. So she was tied up. And then like the free one finally came out. She walks up and she goes, she goes to me. She's like, hi, Sarah. How are you? Like, how can I help you? I'm like, he's first. Like he was here first, you know. Because again, I'm considerate of fucking people, not an asshole. So he goes back, right? And then I'm, I'm sitting there, and I didn't even bring my phone in. It just crossed my mind. I'm like, fuck, I never called that pizza in, right? So I go outside to, you know, like to go get my phone just so I had something to occupy myself while I'm waiting, and then I had to make the call. Now, I, get, I went into my car, and I made the call right there in, in my car because you guys know how I feel about talking on your cell phone in public, right? So as I'm making the fucking call... Somebody pulls up and they and they took my spot, so I had to wait, you know, longer in customer service. I'm like, God damn it! If the, what are the odds, you know? So I walk in and there's, you know, there's a lady sitting in the waiting room, or the waiting area, I should say. And I walk over and I sit down. Now the lady who came up to me first, like, like she she was done with that guy, so she comes out to get, you know, to get me, and she's like, and she looks at me and she's like, Okay, I'm, I, I can take you now, sir. And I was like, no, I went outside and, and I made a phone call. So I gave up my spot in the line. So she's, she's next, you know, now a considerate person would have been like, oh, you were here first. I didn't know that. Yeah, go ahead. You know, but I, you know, but the considerate person said, no, like technically it's a technicality. I gave up my spot in line. Now, thankfully she was quick. She had, she had to come in there just to sign something. So like, she was like five minutes, not even. So then, you know, I go back to the lady and I'm, you know, I'm telling her what, you know, what I need to do. Okay. No sooner than like two minutes in, okay, the other lady becomes available, right? Now, this guy walks the fuck in, okay? And he, you remember when I was telling you last week, like, wait to be greeted, you know? Like, that guy went in a Chinese restaurant while the lady was, like, you know, taking care of my order, and he walks right up to her. He's like, yeah, I had, like, three general toes, and I had, like, four egg rolls, and, like, can you get it for, like, like no. <laughs> wait till you're greeted. Like, what is it with society today? I just don't understand that. You know, like, they just think, I'm first. No matter what I do, you know? So this guy goes in. He didn't even go to the waiting area. He walked right up to the fucking desk and stood there like, and, and he had a look on his face. Like, I want service, you know? 
I'm like, oh, this will be great. So the guy had to like sit pretty much next to me at the other desk, right? <laughs> this guy, it's it's almost like he's he lives in like uh, like solitary, like like solitary, like he has no people around him, like because he was he just wanted to talk. The guy just wanted to talk. He was there to make a deposit, okay, into his son and daughter's account, like the, he was saying they were in college or some shit, which does not even qualify for that for, for that customer service you just go to a teller and do that you fucking weirdo but he so he came in and just 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 listen to this this like this was what was going on next to me okay and it's going to be like a uh like a me i might do it like i did with the mexican music last week okay you know where it's like play it and then like 20 minutes later you know like do that because it, like this this was fucking insane check this out so that's kind of like... Like, if you don't know the rules, good luck. I don't like that. In, there's a company, a storage place called Metro Self Storage. Mm -hmm. They would do that kind of lion type mm -hmm. of crap. And I could not stand it. Mm -hmm. Like, people were destitute and you're gonna say your rent's not gonna go up, and it is gonna go up. Right. Yeah. And on top of that, then they would do unethical stuff, selling insurance when they can. It was just, and they would just sell people's. It was sick. Yeah. So that's kind of like. Twenty minutes later. Anyway. Well, it was nice meeting you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm that's ethical. okay. Just, uh, I, I don't mean to be ethical. Everything's open, honey. It might leave. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get more in there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Two hours later. No, I understand banks gotta make money. Right. But whenever you, oh, well, he tells me the two banks. I just told you 15 banks a dozen charge. Right. And then you're like, oh, just bring it in and hide you didn't say that before. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said the guy was lying to me. Oh, jeez. Or he just, no, he wasn't lying to me. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so you were good. The kids are good. Cash yeah, is in there. Yeah, thank you. You were welcome. My oh, pleasure. my God, my ex screaming at me, and I don't even know why she's screaming. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then another... Uh, just make sure my daughter's like her work, her artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? People are just, you know, it is and what I it is. I don't care. No, I, I get it. Right. So it's gonna charge you 11 minutes. 346 minutes later. Now, now he's talking to someone on his way out. Just, he just randomly went up to some lady. One pathetic soap story later. 
or sorry, and then she's like, we don't write letters. Oh, you are gonna write letters. Oh no, we don't do that. Oh, but if I if I do something wrong, oh they let me know. He did it to everybody. He did it to everybody. He, oh yeah. <laughs> he, like he's not a paid actor. Okay. This this is this is just the shit that finds me, right? So what I what I didn't tell you about yet was, like I said, that guy obviously could talk to a fucking houseplant. Okay. So after all that, like he, like he's sitting there trying to deposit money into his son and daughter's college bank account. Okay. How did you get into talking about insurance? And, and people are destitute and raising rent and, and your ex-wife and all this. Like, why, why, why share? Like, people just share too much, <laughs> you know? And he just, like I said, he'd be happy talking to a fucking wall clock, you know? It, it, was, it was unbelievable. And then, like I said, you heard the commentary at the end. Like, like, there was another lady that walked in, if you didn't pick that up, okay? There was another lady that walked in, and, and she sat in the waiting area like you're supposed to, Right? And, and, like, that's who the guy was talking to. So now, I was the only person in her line of sight, okay? But I was, I was a good, like, 25 feet away from her. But when the guy finally left, she looked at me and gave me a look. Like, do you fucking believe that? I'm like, oh, yeah, I fucking believe it. He did, he did it to everybody. You know, he did it to everybody in the goddamn bank, you know? And he did it to me. So I had to get a new debit card. I had to put that dispute in. I wanted to order checks. And I forget what else. But so when the when the lady was going to like like the lady for him, she was going to go to the tower to like make the deposit. So basically, the guy sat there, had her fill out a deposit ticket, and then walk it over to a tower like he was supposed to fucking do when he got in the goddamn door. So she went to go do that, like make the transaction, and then the girl that was helping me, she went to go like like make my new debit card. Right now, I'm fucking stuck alone with this guy. And he turned, he was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be all loud and shit like that. I'm like, you're, you're good, gay. Like don't, like, don't fucking worry about it, all right? And then, and then he was like, yeah, you know, these kids, these kids, you know, I tell them. Yeah, like, I, you know, my daughter, you know, she's in college, and, and she had a problem with her car battery, you know. Now, keep, keep in mind, this dude was like an all-high-vis wear. He was like an electrician. He was like maybe 60 years old. And he's like, and he's like, I told my daughter, you know, if you're having that problem with the battery, just disconnect the terminal, you know, in the battery, and then, and then, you know, like plug it back in, and you'll be good. But no, do, do kids listen? No. And the battery died, and now I got to send her three hundred dollars to get her battery for a car. I'm like, like again, what are we girlfriends? Do I give a shit about this? No, I don't. And furthermore, why would you think that a a, a college, you know, a, a girl college student wouldn't? have the first fucking idea of what to do with a goddamn battery terminal. You're an electrician. Of course you know what the fuck to do. So then he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to tell you. Just just, just stay married. And I went like, who the fuck said I was married in the first place? You see a ring on this fucking finger? I'm not married. You know? And then he looked at me with like a confused look on his face and then like turned his head a little bit and he looked like like he was in deep thought. You know, like the fucking thinker statue, you know? And then he came back and he was like, I, yeah, I, yeah, you should, you should, you know, you should not, you should get married, you know, uh, you know, just, just get married. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, life is not fucking one size fits all guy. 
You know, like some people have, like, I don't want to get married. <laughs> you know, I just don't. I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, fuck that shit. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and quite frankly, it's none of your goddamn business. You know? And he's like, but then you have, like, the kids, and you have everything, and, you know, and they're everything, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, you were just complaining about them. But, yeah, go, continue, you know? And then the, the, the lady that was helping me came back, and she's like, and she's like, okay. And he's like, all right, oh, you, we got your banking business to do. Like, you know, we'll talk about this afterwards. And I'm like, no, in the fuck we won't, <laughs> okay? Like, you could, you could take a hike, Jack, you know? So then... It, like he leaves he talks to the lady in the lobby and then he goes and, and leaves okay i'm in there probably another uh, 10 minutes all right I, I walk out and he's outside in the parking lot talking to somebody that's trying to go in like that person came to fucking go in the bank and do whatever the fuck they had to do they don't want to talk about your goddamn kids and your ex-wife like it, it, got, it got to be intrusive after a while i was about to say something like yo well, go go take that shit up the fucking street you know go talk to a goddamn tree for all i care it was unbelievable. You know, so when I walked out, like, just in case, you know, I had a pizza to pick up, and I was quite late to do that, by the way. So when I walked out, I got in, like, the vestibule, and I saw him. I, I just put my phone to my ear and acted like I was having a conversation. I'm like, there's no fucking way, because now we're outside of the bank, and I, I might I might just backhand you. <laughs> but anyway... I'm I'm gonna give you a, a a prequel to that to to this story. Okay, I'll give you what happened beforehand. Now, last week you guys heard my you know my disdain for the behavior of the Mexican community around here. All right, and I'll I'll preface this again by saying like I don't care if you're fucking white, black, Arab, Asian, Mexican, Puerto Rican. I don't give a shit if you if you if you do fucked up shit. I'm gonna call you out on it. All right, and now now I'm gonna call these fucking people out. All right. So I was leaving to go to the bank, okay? Now, Friday, if you remember, was a, a freaking scorcher. It was, like, it was like 100 degrees on Friday, okay? And 5 o'clock is like almost like when it's peak, you know? So I walked downstairs, okay? I opened up the door. Now, if you remember me telling you last week, like, where they parked their freaking their, their trucks and their goddamn wagons, you know? Like, there's that sliver of curb in front of the side entrance of my house that you can fit, like, four cars, you know, snug, but like three comfortably. Okay. I was the only per like there was no other cars there. I was at the back, right, right where the entrance was to the driveway. Okay. And there was nothing in front of me. There was n on, nothing on the other side of the street. There was nothing else. And except for like their truck parked across the street, but well, I'm about to get to it in a second. I opened up my fucking door. Okay. Five landscapers ha have my car surrounded. Three of them are just fucking standing there, okay? And it was like their after work beer, I guess. And two of them were leaning on my fucking trunk. One was on the driver's side, one was on the passenger side. I'm not just talking about leaning up against the car. I'm talking about like they were elbow deep. Like they had their fucking, you know, it's like, oh, so so let me see if I got this straight. My trunk is, is now like the placeholder for your goddamn Modelo. Get the fuck out of here. You know, so as soon as I opened the door and I saw it, I was I was fucking furious because you guys know how I am. I don't, I don't don't fuck with my car, you know, and not only that, it was the end of a hundred degree work day. They had grass stains all over them. They had fucking grass shrapnel all over them, sweat and, and, and filth. And you're going to fucking lean that on my goddamn car. Fuck you, dude. I will kick your fucking ass. You know? So I walked out. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yo, yo, what the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of here. 
You know, and no, like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, we're just not tired. You know, I, I didn't get none of that. I, they just, they just got up and, and just walked away. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be fucking kidding me. So now we have people leaning all over my car, parking where they don't live, whipping their dick out in the middle of the street, having a, a, a sound system set up for a goddamn kiss concert at three o'clock in the morning. If you do shit fucked up, I'm going to call you out on it. All right, period. Because you're grown. Learn how to behave. I, you know, I would expect children to do that. In fact, w when I was a kid, we would always do that. Like, you know, like in wh whatever part of the city I was in at the time. You know, we, we would just be hanging out and like just leaning on a car or sitting on a car. I expect children to do that. You're fucking grown. There was no ethical struggle at all before you decided to pretty much just f fondle and, and fillet my fucking car? You didn't think like, oh, maybe we should go lean on our truck, you know, because, you know, we own it. This is someone else's car. And, and, and then, again, you know, they park right, right like, where, where my car was, where they were, like, fucking, you know, molesting it. That's where they normally park. And it's like, you don't live anywhere fucking near here. So why are you parking in front of a door? I said that last week. Why are you parking in front of a door when you know somebody lives there, you know people park there, you know there's two people in the goddamn house because it's a duplex, so two cars got to go there, and you park your goddamn hitch wagon? The fuck, man? Uh, no more Mr. Nice Guy. All right, No more Mr. Nice Guy, I, like I, t I told you. You know? I, I'm going to start getting in people's faces. I fucking had it with this shit. You know all the all the all the, uh, the 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 problems that I've already cited. You know I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting fucking physical. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth. <laughs> okay, so we are going to dive into the debut installment of that's fucked up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up. That's fucked up. Now. Let me just set the parameters of, of what this is. In fact, this this is probably just going to be a, a flat-out program update. Now, the reason I created That's Fucked Up is because the Get Off My Lawn segment was getting away from what it was originally meant to be, okay? And that was basically me being, like, real, like the thing I'm most pissed off at, you know, for the week, or things that this generation does this the, 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 the like the dumb shit <laughs> that, that they do if you remember the first one the first get off my lawn segment it was about the younger generation saying literally and amazing about everything and it kind of evolved into that like you know I would go after that generation or something that just severely pissed me off but then it got to a point where you know this america that we live in is so fucked up it started to become political and i started like more talking about like corruption and and you know politics and things like that which I wanted to get away from for the get off my lawn segment. So that's fucked up. Is it going to be all political? Of course not. But, but there's going to be like, that's where I'm going to expose the corruption and say, you know, that's fucked up. You know, so that's basically what, you know, what that's going to be. I mean, really, I can get is it. And, and the other thing is, is it going to be every week? I haven't made my decision on that yet, but it most probably will because there's always fucked up shit going on, <laughs> you know, that I feel I need to talk about. Now, the first this this first one is this is I want my parents 
you know, like my, my parent listeners out there to pay attention to this, but everybody needs to pay attention to this because you guys know how I feel about, you know, these young kids getting groomed and indoctrinated into it, you know, into sexuality and gender. And also the fact that they are trying to normalize pedophilia and they're trying to normalize or not normalize. They're trying to normalize pedophilia. Yes, but they're trying to make, you know, that a sexuality. I was telling you before, minor attracted persons. That's what they're trying to call them. So if you're going to normalize this in alphabet soup, that's, you know, that's what you're pushing for, then you're going to take that letter too. But anyway, that, that's neither here nor there. I'm not going after alphabet soup this week. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to raise awareness of the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell only got 20 years in prison. Now, I don't know how old she is, but I'm pretty sure she's going to be, you know, pretty close to her on her way out by the time she gets out. So some people are like, well, that's fine. She'll be 75 when she gets out. But that's not the case. That's not the point I'm trying to make here. She was basically the COO of the biggest sex trafficking ring, child sex trafficking ring that's, that's been caught yet. And she only got like, in my opinion, she should have got the death penalty. That's just me, you know, minimum life in prison. But the thing that's that's really gross about this whole thing is why it, why are we not investigating the people who paid money, the people who had transactions in what they referred to as the little black book? Okay, why are why did why did they seal the case? That's my question. They sealed the case so you can never go back in and investigate anything ever again. And there is a large list of people on that list. That, would, that should all be behind bars right now because they, they paid money to go and, and, and have their way with a minor. That, like, that should be... In, like, why are we not investigating that? So here's what they did. Did they play a minute of that trial on TV? No. Did they do reporting on it? No. They needed a fucking distraction. So what did they say? Look, oh, come on. You know Americans. You know, they love drama and, and they love celebrities. So, like, let's just put the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case on from, from front to back full coverage and then they won't even pay attention to this Ghislaine Maxwell thing and you know why they sealed that case because who do you think those people are in that little black book elites politicians judges celebrities that that all can it's like it's too big to, to not be exposed and they know and, and they know like the elites that are running this this whole entire thing this is a multi-billion dollar industry. I'm, I'm serious. It's like sex trafficking children is a huge, it's, it's the biggest money. They pay so much money to do it. So they're trying to normalize it and make it legal because they know they're, they're like on the cusp. Like the American people are like, oh, we're on to you now, motherfucker. You know, so they're trying to change. They're trying to you know move the goalposts. And that's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you, you swept all that under the rug. So, so. By, by sealing that case, okay, you you took these victims who are never going to have a good life. They're, they are psychologically just, just damaged and emotionally damaged, okay? So there's no reprieve for them, and there's no accountability for the people who actually paid money that are in that book. It's in there in black and white, but they're protected because it's the elites. I told you, I, I, you know, I, I, on that one long ass get off my lawn segment that I did about the elites and, and how they're running shit. This is, this is, this is their America. You know, I mean, shit, dude, R. Kelly, I mean, he might as well have just done all of his business on, on Epstein Island and he'd be a free man right now, wouldn't he? 
He'd be protected. It's crazy. It's crazy how the, how they're they're actually trying to spin today's shit about good is evil and evil is good, and people actually buy it. It's crazy. All right. So, in closing, the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell only got twenty years for what she did, and the fact that they are just letting these people skate who paid money to to molest and and have sex with children, that's fucked up. Segment over. All right. Now, that just gives us a chance to be like Tarzan and swing from vine to vine and slide right into the get off my lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get off my lawn. Okay. Back to law and order on this show. <laughs> And what we're doing with that. Now, okay, so this week it's it's going to be about the generation that it was supposed to target, you know, the first time I did this segment anyway, okay? So for the last two Thursdays, I went out to go see my buddy Tony play. The, uh, two weeks ago, I went to go see him at Stove and Tap in Lansdale. And then last Thursday, this past Thursday, I went to go see him at Southern Cross Kitchen in Conshohocken, okay? And by the way, uh, either one of those fucking places, if if you haven't been there, their food is fucking fantastic. So just a quick little thing there. So anyway, so I'm sitting there at the bar, and, and I'd never been in there before. And the bar is kind of small, right? So there's like maybe enough, like maybe eight seats, you know, on the one side, and then like two, three, like two or three seats on the short side, which happened to be the only open seat, and it's right where Tony was playing like his speaker was like right over my shoulder and I, I had like my back to him and to the right of me there was like an, an elder trio who ended up they ended they, they actually bought uh, two cds off of, off of tony too which uh you know which i thought was pretty cool and again you know like he he had a um an interview on this show about uh, I don't even know how long maybe six months ago but you know you can still go to TonyLosingMusic.com to get that album you can uh, check it out on Spotify first if you like and get it on Amazon record store near you so um, you know just pick one up today anyway so so then all right, after the elder trio uh, going down the bar there were two like young girls they were they, they were probably I don't know in their in their early to mid 20s and, and you could tell they were sisters and then next to them there was like two couples well it was it was a thursday night before july 4th so the, like the crowd wasn't that big and it started to dwindle down pretty quick so after like tony's first break like like tony came and sat and talked to me during the break he talked to the people that he sold the cds to and then somehow we got in, in engaged in conversation with the with the two sisters right now it was just small talk shit I forget what it was but it was just small talk stuff you know and I'm like I'm like man <laughs> like, and they were getting drunk these girls were getting fucking drunk you know what I'm saying so Tony goes back on and like we were just having small conversation and shit like that and then I, I think the drunker that that they got like the more like talking about so like so this girl's like well we were talking from like across the bar she's like can I just come around and sit next to you so we can I was like Ugh. I'm like okay <laughs> So she comes around and she starts like talking about like her job and 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 like she was basically saying how great she was. And I'm like I, I, <laughs> you know? 
and 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 just the like the and then she wanted to talk about serious issues and like and she's a Biden supporter and and all this. I'm like, oh my god. And I'm like, I'm like this poor soul. It's like, but that's the way you are. Like in your early twenties, you're just like you, you you speak from the mountaintops, but you don't realize what's coming out of your mouth is garbage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, oh, you poor child. Because here's the thing, like I and I, and I had a conversation with Tony at, at, like afterwards with this when like. At, like after I got home, I was like, "This is why." Like, I mean, I look at I look at people that are like in their in their, you know, early to mid twenties as overblown teenagers. Like they're kids. They're they're kids. And I got to be honest with you, the people that the people that date, <laughs> like I could never ever ever like I couldn't. I, I would feel like Jeffrey Epstein if I dated somebody that was twenty two years old. I I just I don't know. It just feels like they they're still a minor to me. You know, I, like all my dating apps, it's like 35 is as low as I'll go. I'll go from 30 to 35 for a spectacular person. But other than that, I'm really not going below 35 because you can't. How can you date? This is why I always question like when it, like a 60 year old dates like a like a 19 year old. What are you talking about? You know, like like you're so far off, you know, like the mental timeline of life, you know, it's like if you're date if you're a sixty year old man, you're dating a nineteen year old. You are both fucked up. You know that me- that means that like the girl has daddy issues, and you are just a perv. And now back to ESPN's exclusive coverage of the Little League World Series. Oh, jackpot! <laughs> because like they're fucking kids, you know. I I you know, and and that's the like when she started talking about her job and Joe Biden and 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 all this other shit. I'm like, see, this is why you can't date somebody younger. You know, I'm 44 years old, and I'm not interested in having a conversation with somebody that's got the IQ of a fucking McChicken. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? I just couldn't do it. But I mean, you know, so after a while, I switched the, the, the path of the conversation, you know, to just more lighthearted, like funny shit. Because I'm like, you really don't know. Like it was just like. You know, remember when you were like 15 years old, and you, and you would go to your parents like you knew more than them. You know. It's you, you. You learn real quick that, and I did. I learned that real quick too. Like when I was in my twenties, if I was talking to somebody that's like my age now, I actually listened to them. You know, like my dad. Like my dad had such wisdom, and and, and like I absorbed it because he like he and when he started talking to me about deep shit, he was like, "Yep." He's like, "When I was your age, and my dad said shit like this, I was like, oh yeah, sure, dad." You know, he's like, "But then when I got to be a little bit older, I was like, every fucking thing he said was right." You know, and I, I, I actually learned that at a young age. I bypassed being so, you know, having such an ego about that, that I actually listened to him like he's right. You know, and, th- and now that I'm older, I'm like, he was really right. You know, so it's, you know, respect your elders, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, no, but it was a good time. But, you know, I, I just wanted to like outline that, like, I could never in a million years date. So I don't care if, if it's if she looks like Scarlett Johansson, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Like I can't unless unless you have you know some sort of a superpower where you don't sound like an overblown teenager and you're 22 years old. Other than that, I am just not interested. <laughs> but anyway, I, and I don't even know where I'm going to put both of those segments. I don't know where I'm if I'm going to put them back to back like that, or if I'm going to find a home for the that's fucked up segment, or if that's like I said, if it's either going to be you know every week or bi bi weekly. I don't know. I haven't made my decision up yet, so. Just going to fly by the seat of my pants on that one. 
But there was something that I actually discovered. You remember when I was telling you guys about, like, the feeling of waking up on a Saturday morning and thinking you're late for work? Or, you know, or it's like you got to set your alarm or something like that, and then, you like, you realize that you have off at Saturday. Like, it's the greatest feeling ever. Well, I got some... I, I, I learned some reversals of, of those types of feelings this weekend. Sleep's such a fucked up thing. All right, I'll tell you why. Almost every morning... Okay, now this is my fault, but this is just the way the human brain works. And I'm sure you you people do it too, okay? Now, I used to wake up, I, I don't know, I had this period in like 2019 and 2020 where I woke up automatically when it got light out. Wide awake, ne- you know, never tired and never nothing, but now for some reason that has vanished. <laughs> and, uh, you know... I wake up at like 8.45. I have to be in, clock in by 9. So I wake up, feel like I get every ounce of sleep that I can, you know. But the funny thing is, is like I'll wake up, okay. I'll wake up at like the first, for the first time at like 6.30, right. And I, I could get up, meaning like, yeah, I'm a little bit tired, but like I, 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 could, I could certainly get up now. But then I'll, I'm like, no, fuck that. I got two and a half hours left to sleep, you know, or two hours left or whatever it is. I'm, I'm going back to sleep. And it's like. Because you're almost wide awake, like you have to force yourself back to sleep, you know, and you might not fall asleep until like 7.15, you know, and then you'll wake up at like 8.20. I'm saying you, like you're doing this. You might do this (laughs) anyway, but I'll wake up at like 8.20. I'm like, all right, I still got 25 more minutes, you know, because I'm I'm an asshole like that, you know, and then I'll, 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 I'll like in that 25 minutes I got left, okay, it'll take me 15 minutes to fall back asleep and then... For that last 10 minutes, I will fall into a deep slumber. And then the alarm goes off at 8.45, and I wake up, and I, I, I feel like I got punched by fucking Tyson Fury. <laughs> like, I'm dizzy, I'm foggy, I'm like, what the fuck? You know? And then I and then I come out, and I'm like, I, I can't get it going. You know, like, it's like I'm pumping myself full of caffeine. I'm like, I'm not with it until, like, 10.30, you know? And I'm like, geez, all you have to do is get up, <laughs> you know, at 8.20 when you're awake instead of forcing 15 of the 25 minutes you got left to sleep <laughs> on that, you know? So so every day, like, I'm tired in the morning, tired in the morning, tired in the morning to the fact where I'm like, dude, when Saturday comes, I am going to sleep until fucking 4 o'clock, you know? Like, I'm going to make up for all that time I was tired. And then, and then what happens? 7 o'clock, you're up, wide awake with the birds, and and you couldn't get back to sleep if, if, if you... If you got paid (laughs) I'm like what the fuck you know I wanted to get that sleep and and it never happens the other thing that happens too is like uh, when you let's say you go to bed at midnight right and you wake up at like 2 to go to the bathroom or to get water or, or whatever you're you know whatever you're doing right and then you go do that and then you come back to bed and you can't get to sleep no matter what you do all right, next, you can't turn your brain off. You're tossing and turning, and you're counting the clock. You know, like, say you got to be up at 7 o'clock, right? It's it's 2. Then you toss and turn until 3, and then you're 3. It's like, fuck, four more hours. I got to get to sleep. I got to get to sleep. Toss and turn, toss and turn, toss and turn, toss and turn. Then it's 4, and then it's 5, and you can't get to sleep, right? Then what happens? It gets to be about eh, 6.20. All of a sudden, your brain turns off. You fall into a deep, peaceful sleep, and then 40 minutes later, and you're like, what the fuck? And you wake up, and it's just like, 
you're you're completely tired, like you're dead tired. It was like, why does my brain wait to turn off right before I got to get up? It happens to me all the fucking time. Not so much that the two in the morning thing. I I'm, I usually can sleep until about you know six, you know six six thirty before I wake up for the first time. But you know if that does happen. That's, it's, I don't know. It's how my body works. I don't know about you guys or my brain or, or whatever it is, but it's just like sleep is a goddamn enigma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's all I got for you guys this week. And I, you know, I had a pleasure as always. This is the, you know, the first episode after 50 to the race to 100, and then 200, then 300, then 400, and then up by 400. But that'll be what? Shit. That'll be like 10. See, right, I'll still be alive. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if, like, if I do this until I'm dead, how many episodes <laughs> am I going to have? But I, you know, I appreciate the listenership as always, and uh, you know, I always encourage you guys to share this. You know, um, if you want to do it on your social media, that's fantastic. But if you do, like, have people in mind, friends in mind, who you feel like would enjoy this show, I, you know, I'd appreciate it. You know, if you share that, you know, share that to them, because if they do like it, then they get 50 hours. Of coverage that they that they could go back and listen and, and binge the whole thing. But if you need to get a hold of me, see rodpodcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger, or if you have my name or number, my name or number, my <laughs> my number you can call or text. And the C Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. I'm gonna try to look into that domain issue this week with uh, with GoDaddy because my the only thing is I forgot which one I provisioned and I gotta you know I forgot my username and password and shit like that. So that email is going to change soon. And now that I got my new logo, uh, you know, like my website is built, but I got to go and you know, go in and like, you know, match the color to the logo to the website and, and things like that. And it's not going to be anything special. It's, it's just going to be, a, you know, a, just another source where you can get episodes, you know, and maybe just like a quick about me blurb or about the podcast type of blurb. But, you know, it's just an, another outlet to, you know, for you to get the podcast, even though it'll be linked on there from like Spotify and all the other places that get it but as usual i should have one for you next week i mean I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much you know concrete in the fact that i'm getting you a new episode each week and not really skip and i think this is like 15 weeks in a row which is basically like four months so it's been out every week for, you know, for four months i appreciate that but i'll look forward to next week but until then this is christian rodriguez saying be awake not woke Beat your fucking kids and uh, try not to blow your thumbs off this weekend. (laughs) Take care.